For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up on the news. Millions take to the streets as climate strike protests hit cities across the world. US administration blocks urgent whistleblower disclosure. And Israel's Arabs could lead parliamentary opposition. It's Friday, September 20. I'm Anthony Davis. Millions of people are demonstrating to demand action on climate change in scores of cities around the world, including hotbeds of the environmental movement such as London, New York, San Francisco and Seattle. Many groups are involved in organising the strikes, including schoolchildren, trade unions, environmental groups and employees at large tech companies such as Amazon and Google, and their demands are all similar reducing the use of fossil fuels to try to halt climate change. Australia saw some of the first protests kick off this morning, with organisers estimating that upward of 300,000 students and workers filled the streets of Melbourne, Sydney and other cities in the biggest protests the country has seen in years. New Delhi, India, one of the world's most polluted cities, saw dozens of students and environmental activists chant, We want climate action, while hundreds marched in Thailand's capital Bangkok before staging a die-in outside the Ministry of Natural Resources. In London, thousands of people from infants to grandparents blocked traffic outside the Houses of Parliament, chanting, Save our planet. Crowds had gathered in European capitals, including Berlin and Warsaw, African capitals such as Nairobi, Kenya, while organisers say there are some 800 events planned to take place in the US later. New York City's 1.1 million public school students were told they were allowed to skip class to attend protests. A coalition of environmental groups, youth organisations, unions and others using the hashtag #StrikeWithUs have demanded passage of a Green New Deal. The demonstrations are timed to nearly coincide with Monday's UN Climate Summit in New York, where United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has said he wants to see governments and business pledge to abandon fossil fuels. We are losing the fight against climate change, he said at a news conference on Wednesday. Fridays for Future began as a weekly demonstration by Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg in August last year, but has since spread to more than 150 countries. Miss Thunberg leads the charge and will speak this afternoon at the strike in New York. The action comes at a time when scientists have discovered North America has lost 29% of its birds since 1970. Bermuda is still reeling from Hurricane Humberto, and the city of Houston is recovering from Tropical Depression Imelda's severe rains and flash flooding only two years after Hurricane Harvey. For thousands of student protesters around the world, the fate of the planet is a serious business. 
The Trump administration plunged into an extraordinary showdown with Congress over access to a whistleblower's complaint about reported incidents, including a private conversation between President Donald Trump and a foreign leader. The blocked complaint is serious and urgent, the government's intelligence watchdog said. The inspector general appeared before the House Intelligence Committee behind closed doors yesterday, but declined, under administration orders, to reveal to members the substance of the complaint. The standoff raises fresh questions about the extent to which Trump's allies are protecting the Republican president from oversight, and specifically if his acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire, is working with the Justice Department to shield the president from the reach of Congress. Trump, though giving no details about any incident, denied that he would ever say something inappropriate on such a phone call. Representative Adam Schiff, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, said he was prepared to go to court to try to force the Trump administration to open up about the complaint. The inspector general has said this cannot wait, said Schiff, describing the administration's blockade as an unprecedented departure from law. There's an urgency here that I think the courts will recognise, he said. Because the administration is claiming the information is privileged, Schiff said he believes the whistleblower's complaint likely involves the president or people around him. Donald Trump, in a series of tweets, has denied everything. Israel's Arab parties are set to be the largest non-ruling bloc in parliament and could even lead the opposition if a national unity government emerges from Tuesday's election. A surge in turnout gave the Arab-dominated joint list 13 of the Knesset's 120 seats, making it the third largest grouping behind Benjamin Netanyahu's right-wing Likud party with 31 seats and Benny Gantz's centrist Blue and White with 33. That would make the joint list the largest opposition grouping in Parliament if a unity government takes shape. A realistic possibility, even though Gantz rebuffed Netanyahu's initial invitation. No party drawn from the 21% Arab minority has ever been a part of an Israeli government. This would provide a platform to voice Arab complaints of discrimination against them and give a bigger platform to Arab parties that differ with parties drawn from the country's Jewish majority. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or enable The News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Follow us on Twitter at the news underscore podcast. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.